Hello mga keki, it's me, your mother keki, Gate Active Martin Rules, and welcome back to my channel. At greetings sa isa na namang episode ng True Crime Asia. Yes, don't mind etong red neck. Tsara red neck. Pero yun, um, mainit, kaya ako nagmumula-mulang ganyan. Kaloka. Anyway, kumusta kayo lahat? I hope you guys, girls, and my non-binary friends, are safe and healthy. Kung bago kayo sa aking channel, hello, my name is Martin, or you can call me Tin. At tuwing Thursday, gumagawa ako ng video tungkol sa totoong krimen o misteryo na nangyari sa Pilipinas at sa Asia habang nagmi-makeup. Kaya naman, kung interesado ka sa gantong klaseng content, I highly suggest na mag-subscribe ka na sa aking channel for more videos like this. Huwag mo rin kalimutan na i-click yung bell button para naman ma-update ka pag meron tayong bagong uploads. And lastly, if you have any questions tungkol sa topic natin for today or sa mga makeup na i-apply ko, okay, mahihat na magtanong sa comment section below. Okay, so last week, kung naalala nyo pa, pinag-usapan natin yung Bloody Sunday Massacre. And today naman, we are going to talk about Japan's killer geisha na si Sada Abe. Yes, another story from the land of the rising sun because why not? And isa rin tong story na to or case na ito na bumagabag sa akin. Kaya naman, let's go ahead. At pag-usapan na natin siya. Okay. Babala. Ang mga susunod na imahe, istorya at description ay maaari makapagdulot ng takot. Huwag magpatuloy kung kinakailangan. This story gained notoriety sa buong bansa ng Japan because first of all, she's a woman. And pangalawa, kung gaano kagrusam yung ginawa niya. At pangatlo, at that time, Um, women are seen as weak and fragile. Pero sabi ni Miss Abe, nope, not on my watch. Charing. Anyway, nangyari yung krimen noong May 18, 1936, kung saan Miss Sada Abe strangled her lover and cut off his dick. But before we proceed sa nitty-gritty details ng krimen, kilalanin muna natin si Sada Abe because let me tell you, By the end of this video, hindi ko alam kung maawa ka sa kanya or sisihin mo siya sa lahat ng ginawa niya. Like, so, pinanganak si Sada Abe noong May 28, 1905 sa Kanda, Tokyo. Pangpito siya sa walong magkakapatid from an upper middle class family of tatami, mga mat makers. Only four sa walong magkakapatid would survive adulthood at si Sada yung pinakabata. Yung tatay nila na si Shigeyoshi Abe was originally from Chiba Prefecture. He had been adopted into the Abe family to help with the business which he eventually inherited. 52 years old na itong si Shigeyoshi nung pinanganak si Sada and dinescribe ng mga police yung tatay as an quote-unquote honest and upright man who had no conspicuous vices. Though some acquaintances reported him to be somewhat self-centered with a taste of extravagance. Yung asawa naman nito na si Katsu Abe ay wala ring legal or moral blemishes on her record. Samantala, yung ibang kapatid ni Sada ay may mga shady behaviors. Oo, katulad na lang nung kapatid niya na si Shintaro na kilalang babaero. And after his marriage, ninakaw niya yung money ng parents niya. Mm -mm. And yung sister naman ni Sada, named Teruko, was known to have had several lovers 
Just like Sada, na pag-uusapan natin later. Okay. At a young age, yung nanay ni Sada doted on her who let her do as she wish and encouraged her to be free-spirited and independent. She encouraged Sada to take lessons in singing and playing the shamisen. Both activities, which at that time, I'm using air quotes here, were more closely associated with geisha and prostitutes. Ito ay of course ayon sa western media or ideology. But apparently, that's just a myth. Geishas was one of the most captivating symbols of Japan. They are highly respected because they spent years training para mag-undergo ng apprenticeship to learn the traditional makeup, dance, and instruments. Yung meaning ng geisha comes from two kanji characters. Geya meaning arts or entertainment and sha which means person that translate to the person of the arts. They are highly skilled and trained entertainers who attend dinners and other social events in order to engage in the art of conversation, playing games, dance, or playing musical instruments. Anyway, nagsiskip si Sada ng school para lang maka-attend ng apprenticeship as a geisha. And noong mga panahon na to, dito na pumasok yung problem sa family nila dahil yung mga kapatid niya na sina Shintaro and Teruko became more pressing. At yun yung dahilan kung bakit laging naiiwan si Sada mag-isa sa bahay. She soon fell in with a group of similarly independent teenagers. At 15 during one of these outings, she was raped by one of her acquaintances. At dahil dito, kahit na pinagtatanggol siya at sinusuportahan ng parents niya, she became a difficult teenager. And yung behavior ni Sada became more uncontrollable and irresponsible. Kaya yung mga parents niya sold her sa isang geisha house in Yokohama in 1922, hoping to find her a place in society with some direction. Yung panganay na sister ni Sada na si Toku ang sabi, gusto daw talaga nitong mag-geisha. Ang sabi naman ni Sada, yung tatay niya made her a geisha as a punishment for her promiscuity. Besides, nagpakita rin naman si Sada ng interest sa pagiging geisha by skipping school. At sa pagiging geisha, it was said na marami siyang naging lover katulad ng sister niya na si Teruko. She worked for 5 years bilang isang low-ranking geisha and eventually... Dahil siguro sa mga lovers niya or what not, she contracted syphilis. She undergo examinations tulad ng legally licensed prostitute kaya she decided to enter that paying profession. In the early 1930s, she turned to prostitution sa Osaka's famous um, Tobita Brothel District. Pero she soon gained a reputation as a troublemaker. Nagnanakaw siya ng pera sa mga clients and ilang beses nagpangkang tumakas sa brothel. Pero she was tracked down by the well-organized legal prostitution system. Pero after two years, eventually she succeeded escaping the prostitution system and began working as a waitress. However, hindi siya natutuwa sa sweldo kaya bumalik siya to work as a prostitute again. And this time, unlicensed na siya. And naglalagi siya sa mga unlicensed brothels in Osaka noong 1932. The next year, in January 1933, namatay yung nanay niya, kaya si Sada 
went to Tokyo and visit her father at saka yung grave nung nanay niya. When her father became seriously ill in January 1934, she nursed him for 10 days until his death. Pinasok din ni Sada Abe yung prostitution sa Tokyo and became a mistress there for the first time. In October 1934, Sada was arrested in a police raid on the unlicensed brothel kung saan siya nagtatrabaho. Si Kinosuke Kasahara, friend nung may-ari ng brothel, arranged to have the woman released. Dahil he was attracted to Sada, and with her agreement, he made her his mistress. Kasahara set up a house for Sada on December 20, 1934, and provided her with money. Sabi ni Sada kay Kasahara, iwan niya yung asawa niya at magpakasal na sila pero he refused. She also asked him to let her take a lover which he also refused. After that, their relationship ended and to escape him, Sada left for Nagoya. Sabi ni Kasahara sa mga police and I quote, she was really strong, a real powerful one. Even though I'm pretty jaded, she was enough to astound me. She wasn't satisfied unless we did it too three or four times a night. To her, it was unacceptable unless I had my hands on her private parts all night long. At first, it was great, but after a couple of weeks, I got a little exhausted. She's a slut and a whore, and as what she has done makes clear, she is a woman whom men should fear." End quote. Katulad ni Kasahara, Sada remember him in less flattering terms. Saying, quote-unquote, he didn't love me and treated me like an animal. He was kind of scum who would then plead with me when I said we should break up. Sa Nagoya year 1935, si Sada binalak ng talikuran ang sex industry at nagtrabaho bilang isang maid sa isang restaurant. Pero there's something about Sada na na-attract ang mga parakyano, oo. Dahil she soon became romantically involved with a customer sa restaurant. Let me just put some liner and I'll be right back. I'm back. Okay, so si Goro Omiya, isang banker at professor who aspired to become a member of the Diet of Japan or the House of Representatives. Silang dalawa ni Sada yung nagkaroon ng relationship. Pero since alam ni Sada na yung restaurant would not tolerate a maid having a sexual relationship with a client, umalis siya ng Nagoya at bumalik sa Tokyo in June. Nakita ulit si Sada at Omiya sa Tokyo and si Omiya nalaman na um, si Sada contracted a syphilis. He paid for her stay in a hot spring resort in Kusatsu from... November until January 1936. And si Omiya suggested na pwedeng maging financially independent si Sada by opening a restaurant. And he recommended that she could start to work in an apprentice position. Kaya she began to work as an apprentice at the Yoshidaya on February 1, 1936. And yung owner ng establishment ay si Kishizo Ishida, 42 years old at the time. And ang sabi-sabi, he worked his way up sa food industry. Nag-start siya as an apprentice in an ill restaurant and eventually opened Yoshidaya uh, in Tokyo's Nakano neighborhood in 1920s. Noong nag-work si Sada sa restaurant ni Ishida, 
he had a reputation as a womanizer who did little in the way of running the restaurant which was managed mostly by his wife. And not long after Sada started working at Yoshidaya, the owner na si Ishida started making advances towards her. On April 23, si Sada and Ishida met for a sexual encounter at a tea house or machai. Isa itong contemporary equivalent ng isang love hotel sa Shibuya neighborhood. They planned for a short fling pero the couple stayed in bed for four days. The night of April 27, same year, lumipat sila ng ibang tea house in a distant neighborhood of Futaho, Tamagawa. Dito, pinagpatuloy nila ang pag-inom ng alak, have sex, Sometimes with the accompaniment of Geisha singing and they would even continue to have sex kahit na pumasok yung mga katulong dun sa room nila to serve some sake. Next, sa kanilang hotel hopping at lovemaking marathon ay sa Ogu neighborhood. And both of them did not return to the restaurant until the morning of May 8, 1936. Ang sabi ni Sada about kay Ishida Inekot, it is hard to say exactly what was so good about Ishida, but it was impossible to say anything bad about his looks. His attitude, his skills as a lover, the way he expressed his feelings, I never met such a sexy man, end quote. Eventually, they separated, not sure what was the reason or the cause, pero itong si Auntie Musada became agitated at nagsimulang maglaseng. She claimed that with Ishida, she knew love for the first time. And yung thought na bumalik si Ishida sa asawa nito made her jealous and she's considering to end it with a chop. Mm -mm. On May 9, that same year, umaten ng play si Sada on which yung plot ay inatake ng geisha character, yung lover niya with a large knife. After seeing this, she threatened Ishida with a knife at their next meeting. The next couple of days, May 11 to be exact, Sinangla ni Sada yung mga damit niya at ginamit niya yung pera to buy some sushi and a knife. She later described meeting Ishida that night. Quote-unquote, I pulled the kitchen knife out of my bag and threatened him. As had been done in the play I had seen. Saying, Kichi, you wore that kimono just to please one of your customers. You bastard, I'll kill you for that. Ishida was startled and drew away a little, but seemed delighted with it all. Pagkatapos bumalik si Ishida and Sada sa Ogu, and during their lovemaking, inilagay ni Sada yung kuchilyo sa base ng penis ni Ishida. At sinabing sisigarduhin niya na he would never play around with another woman. And then, tinawanan lang ni Ishida yung ginawa niya. Two days na pagstay at walang humpay na pakikipagtalik, Sada began choking Ishida. He told her to continue because it increased the pleasure. And he had to return the favor as well. Nung gabi ng May 16, 1936, ginamit ni Sada yung OB sash niya or um, kimono belt to cut off Ishida's breathing during orgasm. And they both enjoyed it at inulit pa nila ito for two more hours. Nung tinigil ni Sada yung pananakal kay Ishida, his face became distorted and would not return to its normal appearance. Kaya nag-take siya ng 30 tablets of sedative called Calmatin to try to soothe the pain. According kay Sada, when Ishida started to doze, he told her in a quote, He'll put the cord around my neck and squeeze it again while I'm sleeping, won't you? If you start to strangle me, don't stop because it is so painful afterwards. End quote. Sabi ni Sada, he wanted her to kill him 
Pero baka nagbibiro lang ito. Mga 2am naman that same year, habang natutulog si Ishida, Sada wrap around his sash twice around his neck and strangle him to death. She later told the police, quote-unquote, After I had killed Ishida, I felt totally at ease. As though a heavy burden had been lifted from my shoulders, and I felt a sense of clarity. Gamit yung dugo ni Ishida, she wrote, Sada Kichi Futari Kiri, or Sada Kichi Together. She then carved the characters of her name on his left arm. Umalis siya sa in at about 8am after putting Ishida's underwear. Matapos sinabihan niya yung mga staff not to disturb Ishida. After leaving the Ian, she met with Koro Omiya, yung first lover niya before Ishida, remember? At nag-apologize siya rito. Unaware of the murder, akala ni Omiya nanghingi ito ng tawad for taking another lover. Apparently, yung apologies pala ni Sada ay para sa damage sa kanyang political career. Because she knew his association with her after the murder will tarnish his reputation. On May 19, 1936, After masagap ng mga newspaper yung story, Omiya's career was ruined. And Sada was under intense public scrutiny from that point onwards. The story immediately became a national sensation and yung mga sumunod na kaguluhan over her search was called Abe Sada Panic. Nakatanggap yung mga police ng reports of Sada sightings from various cities and one false sighting nearly caused a stampede in Ginza district. resulting in a large traffic jam. In a reference to the recent failed coup d'etat in the Empire of Japan, the Niniroku incident or 226 or February 26, the crime was satirically dubbed as Ichihachi incident aka 518 or May 18. Anyway, going back kay Sada Abe after niyang gawin yung krimen on May 19, 1936, nakapag-shopping pa siya at nakanood ng sine, at nakapag-stay sa isang inn sa Shinigawa. She had a massage, finished three bottles of beer, at nagsulat ng farewell letter to Omiya, a friend, and kay Ishida. Plinano niyang magpakamatay one week after the murder, pero bago yan, she practiced necrophilia. Oo, dahil kung hindi ko nasabi sa'yo, after niyang patayin si Ishida at maglagay ng mga characters sa braso nito, sa bedsheet, gamit ang dugo, at pagsuot ng brief ni Ishida, pinutol niya rin yung pinis ng kanyang lover. Mm-mm. So, yeah, daladala niya yung severed pinis na parang souvenir pe. Ang sabi niya ay quote, I felt attached to Ishida's pinis. And I thought that only after taking leave from it quietly could I then die. I unwrapped the paper holding it, and gazed at his penis and scrotum. I put his penis in my mouth and tried to insert it inside me. It didn't work, however, though I kept trying and trying. Then I decided that I would flee to Osaka, staying with Ishida's penis all the while. In the end, I would jump from a cliff on Mount Ikoma while holding onto his penis. End quote. Noong mga alas 4 ng hapon, after ng paghahanap ng mga detectives, nagkaroon sila ng suspicion doon sa alias na nilalagay or register nung person dun sa inn. Kaya pumunta sila dun sa room and sabi ni Sada Abe sa mga police, Don't be so formal. You're looking for Sada Abe, right? Well, that's me. I am Sada Abe. Nung hindi naniniwala yung mga police, pinakita niya yung 
genitalia ni Ishida as a proof. She was arrested and interrogated over eight sessions. Yung interrogating officer was struck by Sada Abe's demeanor nung tinanong niya ito kung bakit niya tinaray si Ishida. Sabi ng officer, quote-unquote, she immediately became excited and her eyes sparkled in a strange way. Sabi naman ni Sada, quote-unquote, I love him so much, I wanted him all to myself. But since we were not husband and wife, as long as he lived, he could be embraced by any other woman. I knew that if I killed him, no other woman could ever touch him again. So I killed him. In attempting to explain what distinguished Sada's case over a dozen other similar cases in Japan, William Johnston suggested that it is this answer that captured the nation's imagination. She had killed not out of jealousy, but out of love. Sabi naman ni Mark Schreiber, yung Sada Abbey incident ay nangyari when the Japanese media were preoccupied by extreme political and military troubles, including the Niniroku incident at full-scale war sa China. He suggests that a sensationalistic sex scandal such as this served as a welcome nation release from the disturbing events at that time. Yung incident also struck a chord with the Iroguro Nansensu or erotic protest nonsense style na popular at that time. At si Sada at yung Sada Abe incident came to represent the genre for years to come. Samantala, noong naging public yung details ng krimen, rumors began to circulate na yung penis daw ni Ishida was big. However, yung mga police officers na nag-interrogate kay Sada after her arrest denied this, saying, Sada told me size doesn't make a man in bed. Technique and his desire to please me was what I like about Ishida. Pagkatapos ma-arresto ni Sada, yung mga authorities dinala yung penis and scrotum ni Ishida to Tokyo Medical School Pathology Museum. They were put on public display soon after the end of World War II, but have since disappeared. During her trial noong November 25, 1936, alas 5 pa lang dagsana yung mga tao. Ito na loka, uh-oh. Dahil yung presiding judge over the trial admitted to being sexually aroused of some of the details of the case. Noong binasa ko ito, naalog ako ng mela. Parang, judge, professionalism muna tayo dito sandali. Pero he made sure that the trial was held with utmost seriousness. Bago mabigyan ng sintensya, ang sabi ni Sada in a quote, The thing I regret most about this incident is that I have come to be misunderstood as some kind of sexual pervert. There had never been a man in my life like Ishida. There were men I liked and with whom I slept without accepting money. But none made me feel the way I did towards him. End quote. And on December 21, 1936, Sada was convicted of murder in the second degree and mutilation of a corpse. Though the prosecution demanded 10 years at gusto ni Sada ang parusa sa kanya ay death penalty, she was in fact sentenced to just 6 years in prison. Kinulong siya sa Tochigi Women's Penitentiary where she was prisoner number 11. Yung sentensya ni Sada was committed on November 10, 1940 on the occasion of the 2600th anniversary celebration of the mythical founding of Japan when Emperor Jimu came to the throne. Sada was released exactly five years after the murder on May 17, 1941. Sada Abe's interrogation and confession became a national bestseller in 1936. 
At si Christine L. Maran puts the national fascination on Sada Abe's story within the context of Tukufu or Poison Woman stereotype, transgressive female character type, which first became popular in Japanese serialized novel and stage works in 1870s. And in the wake of the popular Poison Woman literature, confessional autobiographies by female criminals had begun appearing in the late 1890s. Katulad na lang no early 1910s, yung autobiographical writings by criminal women took on an unapologetic tone and included criticisms of Japan and Japan society. Si Kano Suga, who was hanged in 1911, who was conspiring to assassinate Emperor Meiji in what was known as the High Treason Incident, wrote openly rebellious essays while in prison. Si Fumiko Haneko naman, who was sentenced to death after plotting to bomb the imperial family, used her notoriety to speak against the imperial system. Racism and paternalism, which she said it engendered. On the other hand, yung confession ni Sada about the murder became the most circulated female criminal narrative in Japan. Christine Maran points out that unlike other previous criminals, Sada stressed her sexuality and the love she felt for her victim. Anyway, nung lumaya si Sada sa kulungan, she assumed an alias as the mistress of a serious man. Rapos lumipat siya sa Ibaraki and then sa Saitama. Wishing to divert the public attention from politics and criticisms of the occupying authorities, the Yoshida government openly encouraged a 3S policy which is sport, screen, and sex. This change from the strict pre-war censorship of materials labeled obscene or immoral helped enable a change in the tone of literature on Sada. Yung mga pre-war writings tulad ng psychological diagnosis of Abe Sada in 1937 depict her as an example of the danger of unbridled female sexuality and as a threat to the patriarchal system. Samantala, sa post-war, Sada was treated as a critic of totalitarianism and as a symbol of freedom from oppressive political ideologies. She became popular subject in literature of both high and low quality. The Buraiha writer Oda Kasunosuke wrote two stories based on Sada. And on June 1949, may isang article ang sabi, Sada tried to clear her name after it had been used on a mountain of erotic books. Samantala, noong 1946, yung writer na si Ango Sakaguchi interviewed Sada, treating her as an authority on both sexuality and freedom. Tinawag ni Sakaguchi si Sada, quote-unquote, tender, warm figure of salvation for a future generation. In 1947, the erotic confession of Sada Abe became a national bestseller with over 100,000 copies sold. Yung book was in the form of an interview with Sada but actually based sa interrogation records ng mga police. Kaya dinamanda ni Sada yung author na si Ichiro Kimura for libel and defamation of character. As a response to this book, 
Sada wrote her own autobiography, Memoirs of Abe Sada, in contrast of Kimura's depiction of her as pervert. And sa book na ito, she stressed her love for Ishida. Yung first edition naman ng True Story magazine noong January 1948 featured unpublished photos of the incident with the headline, Iro Guro of the Century, First Public Release, Pictorial of Abe Sada Incident. Noong June 1949, issue naman ng monthly readers called Sada, a heroine of the time, for following her own desire in a time of false morality and oppression. Sada capitalized on her notoriety, as she should, char, by releasing a autobiography, sitting for an interview in a popular magazine, and appearing for several years in traveling state production called Showa Ichidai Ona or A Woman of the Showa Period. In 1952, nagtrabaho siya sa Hoshiki Kusui, isang bar and restaurant sa Inaricho, downtown ng Tokyo. She lived a low-profile life in Tokyo Shitaya neighborhood for the next 20 years. At yung neighborhood restaurant association gave her a Model Employee Award. Samantala, during the 60s, yung film critic na si Donald Ritchie pumisita sa Hoshiki Kusui more than one. And he described Sada making a dramatic entrance into a boisterous group of drinkers. She slowly descended a long staircase that led into the middle of the crowd, fixing a haughty gaze on individuals in her audience. Yung mga lalaki would respond by putting their hands on their crotches, at sumisigaw sila ng hide the knives. At I'm afraid to go and pee. At kapag may gantong commotion, si Sada would slap the banister or yung hawakan ng hagdan. Sa galit niya, she would stare at the crowd in an uncomfortable and complete silence. Pagkatapos, she'll continue her entrance, chatting and pouring drinks from table to table. Sabi ni Donald Ritchie, quote-unquote, she had actually choked a man to death and cut off his genitalia. There was a consequent result when Sada Abe slapped your back. In 1969, Sada appeared in the Sada Abe Incident section of director Teruo Ishii dramatized documentary History of Bizarre Crimes by Women in the Meiji Taisho and Showa eras. At yung last known photograph ni Sada was taken in August that same year. Pagkatapos, she disappeared from the public eye for good noong 1970. When the film In the Realm of the Senses was being planned in the mid of 1970s, yung director na si Nagisa Oshima apparently hinanap si Sada and after a long search, nahanap niya yung shave na buhok ni Sada sa Kansai Nonary. Not sure kung paano niya nasabing buhok ni Sada Abe yung nakita niya sa Nonary, but decades after the incident and her disappearance, she still continues to draw public interest. In addition, sa documentary kung saan siya lumabas before she disappeared, there are at least three successful films based on story ni Sada Abe have been made. The 1983 film Sexy Doll, Sada Abe Sansei, plus yung dalawa na documentary and yung In the Realm of the Senses. In 1998, may 438 page biography ni Sada na na-publish and first full-length book in English by William Johnston titled Geisha Harlot Strangler Star, A Woman, Sex, and Morality in Modern Japan na na-publish noong 2005. So that is the story of Sada Abe. 
Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Ako, in my opinion, not that I'm siding with Miss Sada's wrongdoing or whatever. Pero don't you think yung upbringing niya and yung environment niya made her a victim? And lahat ng experience niya was leading up to this. At a young age, ginahasa siya. She was sold, pagkatapos naging prostitute, and was always toyed and taken advantage by men. I feel like hindi mag end up ng ganito kung merong someone na kaya mag-reciprocate ng love na meron siya. And it's sad na imbes professional help yung ibigay kay Sada, Rehas, at Media Circus ang sumalubong ka sa kanya. And I think she should be transferred sa mental institution at the time. Pero as we all know, it's 1930s. Wala pa masyadong importansya yung mga tao sa mental health ng mga panahon na ito. Also, yung mga taong pinagkakitaan yung story niya, pati yung sa book, yung mga um, documentary or whatnot. Despite sa pag-shape ni Sada sa Japan dahil sa ginawa niya, yung pinakamalaking mystery para sa akin ay yung bigla niya nalang disappearance. Katulad nung disappearance nung genitalia ni Ishida, dun sa museum. Hmm. Kayo naman, pag-usapan natin ito sa comment section below or sa other social media platforms. Thank you, thank you so much for watching. This has been me, Martin Drools. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys on my next one. Bye!